Hello! Hi everyone! Welcome back. Welcome to another episode. Another episode of I'm Horrified. I'm Horrified! We're back! Guys, last week I really stole that show and I shouldn't have, I should have turned it over. No, you should have. <laughs> Claim your space. Oh my god, I will. Take up space, queen, girl boss. Guys, last week was our best episode ever. Everyone tweeted and said, this was the best episode I've ever heard and I love it. And we're totally not recording these episodes <laughs> back to back. There's no way. This is all things that happened that we watch. I'm putting it out into the universe. I'm just putting that out there. Yeah, the secret it. I'm, I'm the secreting last You're the secreting episode. it. And <laughs> like, what's the opposite of the secret? I feel like that's what I do with my whole life. Um, the yell. The yelling. Just into the void. Um, but I, so the second we decided to do this, to do this again, to get back in the saddle, I could not wait to talk about this. It's just, it's consumed my days. It's consumed my nights. It is, it is all I'm watching on YouTube. I'm going to talk about Colleen Ballander today. Ooh. Um, I got a little shiver. I'm so excited. And I don't even know where to begin. Like, <laughs> I don't even know, like, I'm, I'm a little rusty. So, like, I'm going in, like, all right, how do I craft a narrative? How do I bring people in? How do I woo you? I am fucking feral over this story, and I just keep gobbling up different pieces of it. So this is going to be a little incoherent, but I'm going to try to stay with, like, the main, this is what's going on. Yes. To the best of my ability. If you don't, but if you don't know who I'm talking about, like, where the fuck have you been? If you haven't seen what I'm about to describe, like... How do you explain Miranda Sings? What's it been like living in your underground cave city is what I assume you've been doing if you don't, if you haven't seen this. But for those of you who do not know, Colleen Ballinger is a YouTube performer, internet phenomenon, influencer, who initially became famous for her satirical YouTube character, Miranda Sings. And so she had an account called Miranda Sings, and it was basically, like, a cringy character who she would play who, like, thought they could sing but was actually a terrible singer. That's Miranda. That's the character. Like, she thinks she's an amazing singer, but she's terrible. And Colleen said that this was inspired by her college classmates when she was studying musical theater. First off, that feels a tiny bit mean. That's, I don't know that. That's kind of a roast. That's a little mean. Um, Fuck you, Colleen. Now, 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 now. We did both go to acting school, and do we maybe see a little bit of truth there? Maybe a little. Um, so do I get it? Yes. But I didn't make a satirical YouTube personality yes. over those, over those you know, instances. And, and what I'll say is, like, even if you don't know Miranda Sings, she, I bet you've seen her. So she's, like, it's the overdrawn red lipstick. Yes. She's wearing, like, red... Um, like high waisted sweatpants with like a stripy button down shirt, and she talks like, "Hey guys, yeah, like I can't even do it. Like it's like it's this Miranda. Like it's just yeah. like, it's got like a weird voice. So th so even if you don't recognize the name Miranda sings, I bet you've seen like a meme with her on. Yes, you probably have, or you've seen like advertisements for her Netflix show or whatever. But it, it was big, it was popular in the mid two thousands. She was yeah, she was making a killing. She was one of the first big. YouTube stars. It was when YouTube was in its infancy and there were only so many people who were famous on YouTube. Absolutely. Which is hard to imagine now. 
And then since then, she's written books. She's been on TV shows and talk shows. Um, she's been on Broadway. She was in Waitress. Um, she had a Netflix show of her own um, called Haters Back Off that was like a, based around the Miranda Sings character. She has just had increasing success. And part of that success has kind of morphed her reputation from being famous as Miranda to just being famous as herself. Like, so in the past several years, the main focus for her has seemingly been on vlogging her own life. She's had a few kids. She has famous friends who, like, will come over and they'll, like, kind of chat. So she's doing daily vlogs. She's, like, besties with JoJo Siwa out of nowhere, right? Yeah. Which is, because I find odd. Because she's, she's in her, like, mid-30s. Oh, boy. Do we have more to get to on that Ooh. note? Sorry. Jump the gun. Jump the gun a little bit. Um, I actually watched her vlogs several, several years ago when she, I remember I had seen her and maybe watched some of her videos before. And then she got pregnant with her first son. And that was really, like, her whole pregnancy was, like, really popular on YouTube because she was vlogging, like, every day. And she had a really difficult pregnancy. And I was just really curious about what her experience was like. And she is, like, so open about everything. Like, she mm. talks to your the audience. And I know a lot of people do this. But, like, she really does talk to the camera, like... She is confiding in her most intimate best friend. This might be a problem later. <laughs> but, like, it was it was enthralling. It was interesting to hear somebody's experience with this kind of specific situation day in and day out and feel like you were really watching a life unfold. And so I did watch for a little while regularly. And then I sort of abandoned it. I, like, I wouldn't have called myself a fan of hers, mm. but I definitely knew of her and, like, I knew what was going on with her. Yeah. And I had no animosity towards her. She seemed perfectly nice. She had a good, she had a good reputation among the YouTube set. Mm -hmm. Like, she was no Trisha Paytas. Yeah. She was no Shane Dawson. She Ugh. was seemingly a very good egg, mm -hmm. YouTube-wise. So, this starts three years ago. There's been some hubbub in the last few months. But it truly starts three years ago. Let's oh, start wow. three years ago. It's a very good place to start. Um, a video comes out by another creator, Adam McIntyre, who was for many years stretching back into his childhood a mega fan of Colleen Ballinger. He had visibly been engaged in the fandom, trading tweets back and forth with Colleen and her family, like, as an OG, like, when the fandom was small. And he was a young, young teenager. So now he runs his own YouTube gossip channel that had sometimes been, like, boosted by Colleen. Oh. Who's much more famous than him. Yeah. And he comes out with a video three years ago called Colleen Ballinger Stop Lying. Oh. That's the title of the video. That's, I'm not going to lie. A great title for a video. I mean, my gossip, <laughs> my gossip, like the gossip part of my brain did like sort of light up. Would it be crazy if we called this episode of our podcast, Allison Rayner, Stop Lying? Allison Rayner, <laughs> Stop Lying. Um, that would get clicks. It's Allison, it's saying. Mrs. Gavin to you, honey. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, no, I'm so sorry. Yes, it's, I, I agree. Uh, it's, it's a great title. Let's be real. Let's be real about that. So Colleen Ballinger, Stop Lying. So everyone clicks on it. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, in this video, he accuses Colleen of a few different things. Basically of being inappropriate with him. Because she was an adult 
and he was a child at the time that they were talking to each other. So it comes out that they were, like, they had a relationship of sorts, like a friendship, I guess, is what they would have called it. And there's all sorts of things that he's saying were not okay. Mm. One of which that got a lot of air was that she sent him, like, lingerie, like a bra and underwear. What? Which sounds insane. I think... I'll explain that a little later. It's it's still insane. The main thing that he wanted people to know, and what seemed like the most egregious accusation, was that he had been supplying Colleen with material for the Miranda Singh's Twitter account, all without any acknowledgement or pay. Ooh. But more importantly, he went on to say that that situation culminated in him being offered an internship to see if she was going to hire him, being given access to her Twitter. And when some of his tweets got some backlash, she blamed him and then never spoke to him again, even though she herself approved the tweet. Wow. She had approved yeah. so it's this not like- tweet. I think the tweet was like, I'm coming out as a Megan Trainer fan. And I guess all of us gays were up in arms, I guess. <laughs> I don't remember being bad about it. But, like, I think the idea was, like, it's trivializing the coming out narrative. Interesting. It feels like a little internet. But I digress. But it, still, it, it got backlash. It's not like he tweeted it without her ever knowing Absolutely it. not. He ran it by her. And so he goes on to say that, you know, this woman would ask me to do things for her. I would do things for her. I didn't get any credit. And then this thing happened and she totally abandoned me. And then she went on to talk about me behind my back to like other YouTube people. And then, and and also that she stirred up animosity towards him behind the scenes. And he was, you mentioned that he had been a fan of hers since he was like very young. Like 11 or 12. How old is he at this point? So at this point, oh, that's a good question. At this point, I can't remember if he is still a teenager or not. Mm-hmm. I think that he is young. I think he's like 16 or 17. But it's, you know, later. It's it's later in his teen years at the very least. Mm-hmm. I think he's like 20 now. So yeah. I'm trying to remember. So if this is three years ago at minimum, then. Then it was, he was definitely a teenager, but I can't remember. Um, but however, still, yeah, yeah, however, um, I think he was a minor. And so the story was a little confusing. Mm-hmm. It was coming out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And it was clear that he was a mega fan. Mm-hmm. And so he had that sort of starstruck, crazy fan reputation a little bit. Um, But either way, there were calls for Colleen to respond because there were text messages between them showing what had happened. So eventually she did respond. And I remember this video coming out and she basically took accountability for the stupid things that she did, like crossing some boundaries. Like, so the lingerie thing was she, she was doing like a giveaway. She would often do giveaways of like silly things, like rocks she found on the ground or you know, things like that. And she had like an order of like mystery clothes from Forever 21 or something Mm -hmm. like that. And, or not mystery, like clothes she had bought from Forever 21 that she hadn't ever worn. Mm -hmm. And she was just like, I'm going to give this whole bag away. And so she was like, oh my God, look at this ridiculous like underwear. And Adam was like on the live stream, like, oh my God, I want that. Mm -hmm. And they were like, yeah, we'll send it to you. And like, so yes, she sent underwear to a child, Mm -hmm. but 
it did not have like a sexual yeah. overtone. It was inappropriate, um, but it, it wasn't. It was inappropriate. And I won't say it's not. It's not something that I would do or anyone should do. Yeah. But it was, it was, yeah, it was more like a dumb PR move. Yeah, like, it wasn't lecherous. It wasn't lecherous, <laughs> exactly. So she kind of explains things in that light of like, this is being blown out of proportion. Um, and so she basically chalked it up to, I didn't handle the situation well, but I distanced myself to protect him because he was a minor and I've always tried to do the right thing, but, like, there was just nothing I could do. Mm-hmm. That was her, like, take on it. And I remember thinking to myself, because I watched this, um, and I never even saw Adam's video. Yeah. I just saw her response video. And I was like, yeah, this seems like the kind of thing that would happen to somebody famous. Like, mm-hmm. seems like somebody wanted to cause drama for no reason, and they're stirring up drama. Like, I took her word for it, 100%. Um, and I gave it no thought. And the other thing is, like, he runs a gossip YouTube account, right? Yeah, that's true. It would not be out of character for him to, like, mine his own personal life for drama. Like, that did not bode well for him. So because of that, I remember being like, how can somebody take something so benign and turn it into such a big deal? Like, it just felt, like, very internet and very online. And I was, like, kind of a boomer about it. I was like, <laughs> this is ridiculous. Like, you know... They, like, celebrities can't do everything 100% right all the yeah. time. So that's what I thought. And that's, well, let's just cut to three months ago. I have changed my thoughts. So remember how I talked about how Adam was involved in the Colleen fandom early, like, even as a young, young teenager? Yes. So it turns out that that was actually the case for several teenagers, there was apparently a group of kids who were all in a group chat with Colleen and her best friend, Corey, called Colleenies Weenies. Like, of all these, like, younger kids who she was like, oh my god, like, you're like my little siblings and stuff. And she had a group chat with them that she would regularly engage in. That's crazy. And, yeah, that's, so that's fucking weird. <laughs> like, so three months ago, one of the members of this group tells their story. This person was named Cody. So not Corey. Corey is Colleen's best friend. I I, I don't like that these are so similar. (laughs) Corey is Colleen's adult best friend, who is also problematic. Everyone in this, everyone in this whole situation is problematic, basically. But Cody was a person who was in the group chats as a teenager. And so she not only backs Adam up, and claims that he had indeed been speaking to Colleen for several years before their Twitter incident, so she, Colleen was trying to play it off, like, oh, like, I barely knew him. No, they had this whole log of, like, conversations together back and forth. But she also publishes screenshots of these group chats Colleen was in with all these kids. And some of it is just insanely inappropriate. Now, again, I don't know this for certain. I guess, like, I don't know her heart. I guess I can't know. But I still don't get a sexual vibe. Yeah. I don't get a vibe that she was, like, getting her sexual kicks from this. Maybe that's biased Mm because she's a woman. But it's, you know, just from my understanding of people and their behavior, it doesn't seem the jokes in their context and stuff. It does not seem like she is trying to, like, sexually groom people for sexual acts or anything like that. Yeah. Again, um, vibes alone. It doesn't, vibes alone. It, it doesn't, doesn't really compute. Lecherous. I don't know that. I don't know that that's not her deal. But she was just kind of, like, making jokes in a way you shouldn't, like, you know, like, she was trying to be, like, a cool older teenager. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like she would talk about 
her divorce with them. She would talk about, like, she would make jokes of, like, like, what's your favorite position, LOL? You know what I mean? Like, in context of, like, somebody being like, what questions should I ask for a Q&A? And, like, obviously that's a joke. Not a joke you make in a group chat with children. Also, why are you in a group chat with children? Yeah. Why are you consistently engaging in this peer-to-peer way? I know, that's crazy to me. With these kids. Like, you know, so the fact that you're saying, speaking to them inappropriately is a problem, but the fact that you're doing it at all is kind of, is weird. Yeah. It's odd. So here is where we hit on what I think becomes the most troubling pattern that Colleen has, which is befriending minors Mm -hmm. in order to send them out into the world, to the internet, to control her image on the internet. And so what I mean by that is that she would do something like, she would be on this group chat with these kids and she would say something terrible about her ex-husband. And say, like, I can't believe he did this. I can't believe nobody's making a video about this. You know what I mean? People need to know. People need to know this. Oh. And all of these kids were on. They were mega fans. Crazy fans. So, I mean, they're not crazy. But, like, (laughs) we're all crazy. I'm crazy. But, um, you know, like, intense fans. Mm -hmm. So they would go leak that to a gossip forum for her. She would never say, give like direction. She mm-hmm. wouldn't say, go do this for me and I'll do something for you. But like she had Adam like monitoring gossip sites to see how her divorce was being seen by fans. And she encouraged him to like contribute to those sites, sending Josh, her ex-husband, like hateful accusations. And there was a very clear pattern if you look at the chats and then also the text messages between her and Adam that she would, like, promise something exciting, like, flying them out for a meet and greet or, like, meeting up with them, meeting up with Adam when she's in Ireland. He's Irish. Oh. You know, saying, like, oh, well, when I come to Ireland, I can't wait to see you. And then those things would always kind of fall through. But she would kind of start with that and, like, kind of, kind of like, prop up investment in this relationship, this friendship. Interesting. And then would make it clear that she wanted something. Make it clear that she wanted information or action or for somebody to make a video or for somebody to discredit another person or for somebody to use multiple anonymous accounts to do that. Like it becomes clear she's ingratiating herself with these kids in order to set up a situation where they're motivated to make her happy. That's like such a weird... That's horrifying because it's so calculating and premeditated. Incredibly calculating. And they're motivated anyways because they're her fans. These are super fans who only came to her attention because they were so involved in the fandom that they were coming to meet and greets. They were going to her shows. So she knows she has power over these kids and that they will want to do anything for her. They'll do anything for her. Um, and Adam says that he's like, I would, I would say anything. I would do anything. I would discredit anyone for her. Mm -hmm. And so Adam admits to doing kind of a lot of shitty things like to her ex-husband saying things about her ex-husband that he didn't know were true and has apologized for that. But at the same time, he was 15 years old. He was a teenager. Like, and yeah, he knows right from wrong, but he doesn't necessarily understand the implications of what he is doing. 
Like your brain, you just don't have enough of an understanding of the world and like how adulthood works to really like understand what it is that you are doing. Mm -hmm. And so what Cody admits to in her video is that she apparently ended up doing the same thing to Adam after Adam posted that tweet. Wow. That got backlash. So Adam did this whole like campaign behind the scenes to discredit her ex-husband. And then when Adam like quote unquote made a mistake, he posted a tweet that she had approved that got backlash. Now Adam's on the chopping block. Now Adam's the enemy and Colleen starts talking shit to all the other group members about Adam and saying, he was trying to discredit me. He was trying to make me look bad. Like I have always, I've done like been nothing but nice to him. I've always tried to help him. And like, so she was just kind of acting like he was a crazy fan. And one thing that made me really mad was that Adam had said to her at some point, like at the end of their conversations, like she had a child at this mm-hmm. time. She had a son. And she said, like, he said, like, how would it make you feel if your kid went through all of this with another, with an adult, like how would that make you feel as a mother? Like no way. And then they ghosted her, you know, yeah. Flynn, who was just her son. Like how would you feel if that happened to your son? And she described that as threatening her child. Oh my God. So now she's like, he's threatening my child. Like crocodile tears. So fucking also like it's just like sis fucking relax. Yeah. Like, I kind of get bored and people are like, how dare you? And it's like, oh my God, please. Especially when it's like this 20-year-old in Ireland is Yeah, exactly. My and, child. And I think he was a minor at the time. Yeah. So it's like, you're the one fucking up here, but it's so clear that she's like trying to distance herself, trying to make him the enemy. And that's very much her brand, is like, I tried to do the right thing, but I did just it just didn't happen, and I'm so sorry. So yeah, now we're in the situation three years ago where Cody picked up the mantle and is hearing things from Colleen and being encouraged to outright and outright asked to spread that gossip around. And that picked up in a huge way when Adam finally decided to make his own video. So like when Adam made the video, it's like, all right, now the public is aware of this. And on the surface, Colleen claimed that he hadn't done anything wrong. And in her video, she was like, this isn't his fault. Like, I was the adult. Like, I, this is my responsibility at the end of the day. The Miranda Sings Twitter account is my responsibility at the end of the day. Like, please don't send him hate. But behind the scenes, she was crafting, like, a hate campaign against this teenager. Yeah. And lying about him and mischaracterizing their relationship and acting like, he was like a stalker and, you know, he was, you know, totally irrational and she was just trying to be nice. When she's like sending her army of teenagers to go drum up like troll responses and abuse towards him online. So like this is just like aggressive middle school behavior. This classic mean girl behavior. That's crazy. It really does remind you of like a a high school student, like a classic mean girl, you know, I think Colleen is just like in arrested development and like can't get out of this high school mentality. If you read the texts and the chats, like it's very bitchy. It's very like, it's very clear that she wants to engage in that way, like engage with people in that way. She wants friends who are going to be like, 
yeah, that's ridiculous. And I guess the only people she could find who would do that are literal teenagers. Wow. Because literal teenagers, like, they don't know better than to be like, yeah, this seems like none of my business. You know what I mean? (laughs) Because an adult would be like, okay, that's, you know, whatever. But these teenagers worshipped her Mm -hmm. and would do anything for her. And, like, that seemed to be what she wanted. And so the other thing is... Adam made a video about Colleen. Colleen made a video about Adam. There's a big difference between those two videos and what they do. She has a fandom behind her that is incredibly passionate and devoted, that has been built up over years and years. So when she decides to point that fandom in someone's direction, even passively, the outcome is insane. Mm -hmm. So after... Adam posted his video. Before she even responded, he started being pelted with, like, abuse, death threats, hatred, doxing. And this was a kid who was online. He was, like, most of his friends were online. He was, like, an indoor kid. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he had niche interests and had trouble making friends at school. Like, his friends were online. This was a child, you know, whose world was already so insular And now it feels like the whole world hates him. Like, his whole world is the Colleen Ballinger fandom, and the Colleen Ballinger fandom is turning on him. And that's actually what happened to her ex-husband, Josh, Mm -hmm. who has been, you know, saying more about his experience divorcing from her. Like, she divorced him, and then he had, like, a hate campaign against him. He was at least an adult. Yeah. (laughs) Like, he was at least an adult. Not saying it's right. Yeah. And it was partially Adam's hands that were kind of in the pot trying to make, trying to drum up all this drama. But, you know, like, Adam was a teenager trying to make Colleen happy because she was his icon. Like, she was offering him all these promises of, like, working together and I'm going to hire you and we're such good friends and you're so important to me. And she was sharing her personal life with him, which made him go, like, oh, she wants to share with me. Like, That makes me feel special and that makes me want to make her happy. And so the breaking point of all that came three months ago, as I said, when Cody finally releases this video corroborating Adam's story and Adam's like exonerated. Yeah. Basically like, oh my God, Adam was right this whole time. Yes. She was doing that. She was lying. She was like manipulating him and acted totally inappropriately and- you know, this story that no one believed that had gotten him basically blacklisted from the fandom he spent his entire life in up until then was true. Mm-hmm. And so that, that took, but that took three years. This other fan, it took three years for them to, I don't know, like realize like, oh, this was wrong. Yeah. Probably because they got fucked over in some way. Yeah. Would be to, my guess. To get out from under her spell. To get out from under her spell. And this poor kid, I had no idea. I just have heard, like, I just knew that the last three months some stuff's been happening. This poor kid who's had to just be the the villain for the three villain. years. Yeah. Be, be the crazy stalker fan. And Colleen's just like, i just trying to do. And in the background, she's like, unleashing hell upon her enemies Mm -hmm. from behind the screen. (laughs) And now we're getting to it. All of this is going on. Tons of accusations are coming out. The internet is exploding. They're like, oh my God, like, what is Colleen going to say about this? Colleen hasn't posted anything to her blog channel. And everyone's just waiting for her to respond Mm -hmm. to this, like, 
you know, Cody's like broken the door open on this is all actually real. There's all these screenshots out there and everyone's waiting for her to respond. What's she going to say? And then on June 28th, (laughs) the greatest day of my life, (laughs) Colleen Ballinger releases perhaps the most seminal apology video in the history of the internet. Oh my God. And I really, and I, I keep making this big thing out of it. I can't describe it. I can't tell you what happens in this video. You simply have to see it. You must watch it. You must watch. It's called high, literally the word high. It's like high period. That's how she titles the video. Mm-hmm. The video itself, she sings her in the entire thing. Oh my god. She sings through this video uh. that's supposedly an apology while playing the ukulele. And it isn't an apology. It's basically just her accusing people of lying about her and saying all of this is fake, all of this is made up, these are haters. She's singing all this. Yes. She's singing about how she is not a sexual predator. Yep. I am not a sexual predator. The musical. I am not a sexual predator. Exactly. Exactly. I think she probably says that. And so the internet lost its fucking mind. I could only watch, I think, 38 seconds of it. And I had to turn it off. It was so cringe-inducing. Oh, my God. I had the exact opposite reaction. <laughs> I It was like I could replay the same traumatic car accident again and again. And something in my brain needed to watch it. It is so bananas. So off the wall. It is the craziest thing I've ever seen. And so it's just like, this is sort of the crescendo to this whole saga ends in this batshit insane musical apology video that has been memed to death. As it should. That has made this, her now like the center of the internet universe, like everyone fucking hates her yeah, because she did this. And you know what? I think she probably could have gotten out of it pretty easily. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm maybe it's good that she did this because it's like, I think she probably could have talked her way out of it. She's done it before. But so again, I cannot recommend enough. You have to go. Her name is Colleen Ballinger. If you search Colleen Ballinger high video, you will get to it. And the other thing about it, it's kind of a bop. This is the other thing. I didn't know whether to talk about this or not, Sam. It's kind of a bop. I don't know what to say. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. It slaps a little. Cancel me if you need to. Cancel me if you must. <laughs> it is catchy. The the remix that I would love to hear of this song at a club. <laughs> oh my god! Think. Seriously, her big thing is the chorus. There's a chorus. There's yep. bridges. There's you know she's she's really trying to do something. She's singing about the toxic gossip train. Yes. Toxic gossip train rolling down the tracks of misinformation. <laughs> Toxic gossip train. <laughs> it's a one-way ticket to humiliation? No. Probably. What is it? See, I'm no Colleen Ballinger. <laughs> I can't do this on my own. This is going to be um, someday, if you birth a child, this will be its lullaby. It will be its lullaby. <laughs> I will be singing myself to sleep with it as I close my eyes to die on my deathbed. I just, it's the its the craziest shit. I could not stop watching it. I just watched it and watched it again and again. But so anyways, so there are many, there's even more. There's so much more. I can't explain to you how many more stories there are that are like offshooting from this. 
And, like, Adam was friends with Cody, and now they're fighting, and there was this other guy, and Josh is involved, and Josh is now doing these, like, crazy tell-all interviews. There's just, like, there's so much. And, like, it's Shakespearean. Like, it's epic in the scope of it, and it compromises several volumes. So maybe I'll revisit it in the future. But the most important takeaway, and I guess, like, the thesis for now, for me, I guess, is it shows a lot about how differently inappropriate behavior can manifest. So the word grooming is a word that has been thrown around a lot in this situation. Mm. It's been thrown around around a lot in general lately. Often, like, the conservative right will try to vilify gay and trans people by saying, like, they're grooming kids. They're grooming kids. And they don't know what that fucking means. And also, that's not what's happening. Yeah. That's a different episode. <laughs> um, but... You know, I think when I hear that, I think of sexual abuse. Yeah. I think of a pedophile grooming a victim. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like the cycle of abuse of, like, of grooming is like, you know, they, they get your trust, they make you feel special, and then the abuse happens, and that child feels shame, they feel like they can't tell anyone. It's horrible. It's this horrible thing based around sexual abuse. Mm -hmm. And often, that is how it works. And people use their power or influence over minors to do that. But I don't think that's what's happening here. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. It doesn't seem like that is the case. It does not seem like her goal was to sexually abuse children. Mm -hmm. I think what's happening here is that Colleen has become aware of the fact that she has fans who will do or support anything she wants them to. And that probably, because she's a human being, feels good. It must feel good to be like a fucking god to people. Yeah. You know, like, I'm sure fame must be like a high, like, no one's ever experienced. And so it probably makes her feel powerful and special. And at some point, she crossed a line where she started involving minors in her personal business. And, you know, involving them in the intimate details of her life. And especially when she started encouraging them to do things that they didn't understand the ramifications of, that's where we're getting into this was a grooming relationship. That's where we're getting into this is damage. This is damage you're doing. Yeah. This isn't just, oh, that's weird that you're talking to someone who's not your age. You know, Adam couldn't have conceived of what it would be like to face a Twitter backlash. Like, he seemed to know it was wrong to engage in bullying on her behalf before that. Like, he knew that sometimes what he was doing was wrong and he knew that there was a risk involved. But he was a dumb teenager. All teenagers are dumb. Yeah. I'm not calling him a dumb teenager. I'm calling teenagers dumb. That's just the way it is. And dumb teenagers deserve to make bad, dumb decisions that aren't being, like, puppeteered behind the scenes by an adult who does understand the full impact of their actions. And I have seen this before... This sort of like innocuous, seemingly, like seemingly innocuous grooming behavior. It personally reminds me of my high school theater department. We had a big reckoning a couple of years ago in our high school theater department where all the alums were talking online. and, And people had a lot of like weird feelings about it. And it started to come out like the teachers weren't outright abusing anyone necessarily sometimes I think it got to that point but like that wasn't the the story that most people had 
but people remind like remembered them and I remember them like playing favorites mm-hmm. confiding in certain students about other students yeah. making them feel special making them feel adult hanging out with them like between classes and like treating them like a peer in a lot of ways and then when you would do something wrong or you would do something they didn't want you to do withdrawing that affection Mm -hmm. and that was a really common experience that a lot of us had in that theater department um and I like I was well liked in that theater department so I remember like teachers like kind of saying mean things about other students my fellow students yeah and I would feel at the same time like bad and weird but also like they think I am smart yeah. and special and, and you know, mature. And I wanted to be all of those things. So I just kind of pushed it out of my mind. And that's not what I'm supposed to be doing yeah. as a teenager. I should not have to sort that out myself. And so that can be a form of abusive behavior. It doesn't have to necessarily be physical or sexual. If an adult is using and manipulating a kid's affection for them in order to benefit themselves, that is abusive. And that is grooming. They are grooming them for a certain purpose. Yeah. It just might not be as obvious as some other purposes. Because at the end of the day, like, the kid in in question, like, they, they might make wrong choices along the way, but none of that is the kid's fault. None of this is the fault of the minor who is involved in this because kids deserve love or respect from the adults in their lives that is consistent yes and unconditional unconditional meaning without conditions yes you can't lose it you can, they can't be withdrawn you know like you don't matter less to me if you make a mistake mm-hmm. that is an inappropriate pattern of behavior and when that behavior permeates a situation it's like abuse is bound to happen yeah it's just gonna happen so that is where I I, I gotta stop talking about it oh my that, gosh. so that's I think where I kind of come down on what does this all mean yeah like, what are we taking away from this as you know it's a cancellation we've seen that it's Twitter drama it's it's YouTube drama we've seen that mm-hmm. but I do feel like this is different. It's got a different vibe. Yeah. And I think it is important because it's it's got sort of the flavor of like office bullying and like teenage bullying, but there's an at the power dynamic element I think is important to be aware of because I could see somebody maybe doing this a little bit and not really realizing it. Mm-hmm. I could see like a teacher kind of playing favorites and not really realizing it. And that's that adult's responsibility to realize it. (laughs) It is that adult's responsibility to question themselves and say to themselves, am I trying to get something out of this relationship? I shouldn't be looking for anything from a kid. You shouldn't ever be seeking something from a kid that you should, like, that an adult would give you. Absolutely not. Like that, like any validation, any, like, you know, appreciation. Any type of emotional support. Yeah. No. You, seek, None of you that. seek that from an adult. You don't seek that from a child. Exactly. Exactly. So that's 
That's what's going on with Colleen Ballinger. Oh, and, how many layers are, oh my God. Oh my God. I And I, I am going to have to make a part two probably. And there's going to be more. And there might be There's going to be more videos. She hasn't responded to the backlash over the musical epi- episode of her I was going to say, has, apology. She, has she posted since high? She has it? not said, she's not said a word. Maybe that's better. I mean, here's the thing is that like, she's got to be a multimillionaire. Just go work in a bank. She could disappear. Yeah, just go, just head out. In her big house and just be. That's what I would do if I was her. But do I want to know what the follow-up to that video will be? Desperately. Oh my god. Desperately, I want to know. Maybe she'll do a whole album of uh, apology bangers. She might. And I would listen to all of them. But I would pirate it because I don't want to support her. I would press it into a vinyl. (laughs) I swear to Christ. Horrifying. Horrifying. Oh it's my bad. God. I don't want to make light of the suffering that these kids have, you know, these teenagers have experienced, but it just is so coconuts. Like the whole oh, situation is so bananas. And there's, I want to shout out to Swoop on YouTube, who is like a documentary filmmaker on YouTube who has done like an in-depth four part, like hours long deep dive into every aspect of this. Wow. And has like interviewed everyone and has done like the research back into all of the screenshots and has like gotten more screenshots and all this kind of stuff. So she has done a really good job of like being thorough and investigating like what happened from beginning to end. Wow. And I've watched all of them because I am part of the problem. I'm on the, I'm on the toxic gossip train. My God. I bought a first class ticket. Heading to Misinformation Station. I'm putting the goddamn conductor hat on. <laughs> I fucking love it. I, this is the thing. I hate gossip and drama in my personal life. Like, I, you know, I, it feels upsetting when, when people are unhappy with each other in my own personal life, but in someone else's personal oh, yeah. life. Well, there's a whole podcast that I've meaning to listen to that I'm, I bet a lot of our listeners do listen to, and it's called Normal Gossip. And it's just, like, people coming on and sharing, like, the normal gossip from their friend group. And I'm, like... I live for that. A brilliant idea for a podcast. Inject it right into my veins. I mean, I gotta start listening. Amazing. Uh, I don't commute anymore because I work from home, so I don't listen to as many podcasts. I have a longer drive now to work. Yeah. So I should get into that. Tune in. Um... But and you shouldn't listen to that podcast, audience. You should only listen to us. No, no. Women supporting women, except Is it women. I believe so. Except, except Colleen Ballinger. Colleen Ballinger. We do not support her journey. <laughs> um, yeah, too late, honey. But thank you for, thank, for oh doing this deep dive. You're Allie. welcome. A pleasure. Oh my god. I I was doing it anyways. As I mentioned, I think maybe in the first episode. Um, or our, our comeback episode, I've been selling um, artwork that I make. And so I will often be like, you know, needleworking and I'll just put something on in the background. <laughs> and I put some of the YouTube videos about this on the background, like, oh, that'll be like interesting. And I would just like, I would end up like the project I was working on is like in my lap untouched. And I'm on like on hour three and my husband's coming downstairs like, are you still watching this? Like, is this still the same video? And you're on the fourth hour of it? And I'm like, get out. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm like, sit down and let me explain everything that's happening. He's like, darling, please come to bed. I will not. <laughs> I will not do it. But anyways, that's Colleen Ballinger. Wow. That's that. You're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome, internet. You're welcome, society. 
I mean, I'm winded. You I'm did a great job. Exhausted by that. You pounded a glass of water. Just I did. In the I'm couple thirsty. moments I've spoken, you've just been pounding water, and I've been glad for it because you've earned it. This is how I. I just. Uh, I can't get. I can't get enough of this story. I just cannot get enough of it. It's so crazy. I look. I. I hope there isn't an update, but I look forward to the inevitable update when it comes. It will come. Yep. And it will come. As sure as the swift as a coursing river. Mm. Um, powerful as a great typhoon. I assume. But until then, uh, I hope everyone's doing well. We're we're happy to be back in the saddle, so we'll see you next week. And until then, stay horrified. Stay horrified.